Hey, Sharon here. Have you ever wondered why it's so challenging to get referrals? Have you ever wished you could just build your entire business exclusively on referrals and never have to market again? In this episode of the Ask the Experts podcast, we're going to talk about being referable, starting with looking at your business from your client's perspective. So here we go. Welcome to the Ask the 401k Experts podcast, where you get strategies, resources, and best practices for growing a successful and compliant 401k practice. And now, here's your host, Sharon Pivarado. I recently got an email in my inbox with a great subject line. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I believe it went something like, four things to guarantee referrals. Four things to, that's a pretty big promise, right? So I started reading the email. The first thing said, show up on time. Uh, really? The second thing said, do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, that's really important. Um, the third thing said, be prepared. People, I don't remember what the fourth thing was. Maybe it was say please and thank you. These things might make someone not embarrassed to refer you but they certainly don't create raving fans or referral sources. It made me think about client experience and why does someone refer someone else? What does your client experience look like? Are you referable? If you were to do an audit of your client experience process and put yourself in the shoes of your clients, how awesome would you say your client experience is? I mean, being completely objective, right? We all want to think that we've got a great client experience. But if you actually said, I'm a client, I'm going to look at every aspect of what my prospect sees before they become a client and what they see and hear and get when they become a client. And I'm going to see if there's room for improvement. I know there's always room for improvement. And more often than not, it's the small things that matter. In our practice, when I was an advisor, we had a welcome sign on the table when a client walked in. Welcome, Janine. We're so glad to see you. We had their favorite drink ready. We asked about their grandchildren. The little things matter. I would encourage you to audit your client experience and find small ways to improve it. I think that's the first step in becoming referable. The second step is Take any feedback that you get and use it to improve your client process. Solicit feedback if you have to, um, but act on that. When I first started setting up uh, some email sequences at the beginning of the year, uh, I had three people unsubscribe from my list all in the same week. And the reason they actually commented and said the reason was they were getting too many emails. I hadn't set, in the, set the expectations properly. I had actually said you'd get weekly emails, but all three of these people signed up for different uh, downloads from my website. So they were all set into different series. So they all got duplicate and additional emails that, that they normally wouldn't have gotten if they had just signed up for one download. And so it didn't create a great customer experience for them. And after the second person said I, they were getting too many emails, I, I went in and I did a careful audit of how I had that set up and I made changes so that wouldn't happen again if somebody happened to visit my site and download more than one thing at a time. And you have to look at the client experience. No matter what type of business you have, it's really important. I think the second step 
is you want to do things above and beyond what people expect. Let me use the company KiwiCo for example. My, I've been homeschooling my kids. This is our eighth year now. One has successfully graduated from high school and the other is a freshman this year. Um, but he gets a kit. We subscribe to these monthly science kits and um, craft kits and they're pretty cool. They're for ages 14 and up. They're, they're actually really cool. Um, and one of the kits he was using, he ran out of material for it. And so I went onto the KiwiCo website to see if they happened to sell additional tools or resources or the supplies for these kits that they send you in case you run out and I couldn't find it. So I emailed them and asked, do you happen to have more of this product? Because we ran out and we can't finish the project. Um, or could you tell me your supplier so that I could order it? The email I got back from them, I was so pleasantly surprised. I had to tell everybody I knew. The email said, we're so sorry that he didn't have enough material to finish his kit. We have put in an order to send you out another kit at no charge. It'll go out tomorrow. You should have it by the end of the week. At no charge, another full set of supplies simply because I had emailed them and asked for it. That is going above and beyond. How many people do you think I told that story to the week that happened? How many clients do you think I referred to them that week and will continue to refer to that company every time in the homeschooling circles we talk about science kits or craft kits or companies that have quality products and exceptional customer service? That company will get mentioned every time guaranteed. So I would, again, in revealing your client experience, I really think that's the first step. Review your client experience. Make sure you've got a solid one that makes you, you know, people not embarrassed to refer you, but then see what you can do to create those wow kind of experiences, right? Start with what people see when they look at you up, when they look you up online. That's, typically where customers come into your funnel, per se, or your path um, that takes them from being a plant sponsor prospect to being a plant sponsor client. What do they say when they look you up online? Because guaranteed, before they meet with you, they're going to look you up online. Do they know you can help them with, your 401k, with their 401k plan? Do they know how your process or services are different than the other advisors that they might meet with? You don't want to strive to be better. You want to strive to be new or different. Then look at that whole prospecting process. How do you follow up with people who have trusted you with their contact information? Are you just spamming them with offers to meet so that you could take over their plan? Are you providing them with real value and reasons they might trust you enough to even want to sit down with you for a face-to-face -face meeting? When you do meet with them, are you talking the entire time about how experienced you are, your own credentials, your value, or are you eagerly listening to find out what's most important to them? Until you get to what drives their decision-making process, what's valuable to them, what's a priority to them, they're never going to do business with you. It doesn't matter how many gaps you tell them they have, how many fantastic ways that your process is unique and different. You have to find out what's important to them what their decision-making process is, that has to be part of your customer experience process. What does your onboarding process look like? What does your client service process look like? 
Is it all just motions or is there real value in there that helps protect plant sponsors and moves the needle for participants? How about your communication throughout the year? Is it all transactional? And what about your annual review process? I would encourage you to think about these things. If you wrote out that full roadmap of the various points in your prospect to client process, I know you can find ways to add more value and improve the impression your clients get and how they feel about you. I encourage you to do that. And look for opportunities to add the wow experience in there. If you're looking to dive deeper into any of these topics, right now I'm actually teaching a free three-part training on how to differentiate yourself. That's the first training. How to become the educator so you can add more value. That's the second class. And how to offer a service process that provides tremendous value for any size client. The training is free, but you have to register. Go to 401kbestpracticelab.com backslash write this down, free hyphen training hyphen workshop. I'm, I'll be sharing my best strategies and giving away some of my favorite templates. I think the templates are important because what's knowledge without the ability to apply it, right? But again, the page to register, write this down, 401kbestpracticelab.com backslash free dash training dash workshop. That's it. That's it for today. I encourage you to audit your customer journey experience and commit to finding ways to offer more value along the way. That is the first step in becoming referable. In the next few episodes, we'll talk more about this. But for now, I hope that helps you, and we'll talk soon. If you want more resources, strategies, and best practices for growing a successful 401k practice, be sure to subscribe to the Ask the Experts podcast in iTunes so you don't miss out on new ideas from future conversations. Then be sure to visit the main site, 401kbestpractices.com. When you enter your email address to join the 401k best practice community, you'll get access to my most advanced strategies and resources to grow and protect your 401k business. Again, that's 401kbestpractices.com.